Hello, everybody. Hello. This is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, July 21st, 2022. And here are some of today's trends in the news. And remember, the trend is your friend, and we're the only, only organization in the entire world that gives you trends in the news. We tell you what's going on, what it means, what's next, what you should know, and what you might want to do, because a new study just came out by Gallup. America's confidence in two facets of the news media, newspapers and television news, has fallen to an all-time low point. You ready? Just 16% of American adults now say they have a great deal or quite a lot of confidence in newspapers and 11% in television news. Both readings are down five percentage points since last year. So let's reread this. Just 16% of stupid shitheads swallow the crap spewed out by the mainstream. And if you look at the recent cover of the Trends Journal about the mainstream, that's it. You stay in the mainstream, stay stupid. We're giving you everything we can, in every way we can, to help you prepare for what's going on. I've been at this for 42 years. It's never, never have I been so sad about seeing the future. When I was a young guy, all the polls used to come out saying the future would be better than the past. And then you had a guy like Trump, make America great again? This thing's going down big and hard. It's a freak show, and we have freaks running our lives. Arrogant, arrogant freaks. The COVID war has destroyed life on Earth in measures that you cannot imagine. Oh, and Biden got the virus. What has he got, like four shots? Some say five. Oh, but I'm really glad I got him because I would have been a lot sicker. And they go, oh, you're 79 years old. I'm 75. I haven't gotten any shots. I haven't been sick in three years. Why? You want to know why? Natural Healing, first book I worked on. Yep, won a book. But that you're not allowed to say that. I may get blackballed, blacklisted off. They can't say blackballed. Can't say blacklisted. Ah, anyway, it's serious. We're giving you everything we can, so subscribe to the Trends Journal. It's $2 a week. You go to trendsjournal.com. You read the crap that they're telling you. Nobody wants a $5 a day Wall Street Journal, $3 a day, $5 on the weekend for the New York Times. I'm lucky if I can get one article a day out of it that says any trend value. Anyway, on to the markets. The NASDAQ rose up 1.3%. The S&P gained almost a percentage. And... Um, and the Dow, Dow is down, Dow is up, another choppy day. But the Dow is now up 
2.4% higher for the week. The S&P, 3.5. As things keep getting worse, the markets keep going up. You know, we mentioned in this Trends Journal, it's very hard now to forecast trends because games are so rigged right in front of our face. It, they're rigged. The merger in state and corporate powers is called fascism. There was no such thing as quantitative easing or zero interest rate policy when I was in Economics 101 at graduate school. And you can see the J.P. Morgan Chase gang, again, detailed in the Trends Journal and a great site to go on, Wall Street on Parade, convicted of felonies rigging things like the precious metals markets. So it's all a game. But we're looking at the bigger picture and showing you what's going on, what it means, and what's next. You're looking now at the Philadelphia Fed's manufacturing index registered a reading of minus 12.3, worse than the 1.6 plus estimate from the Dow Jones. Remember, the, the, the markets went up. Initial jobless claims, they continue their upward trend. They're now hitting their highest levels since November of last year. But yet the markets are going up. Oil prices are down a bit. They're down three bucks. And they're saying the reason why is lower consumption. Okay. Low consumption. Things are going down. Why are the markets going up? So Brent crude's now at a, a dollar three, but you got tensions building up in the Middle East, more and more coming out about Israel taking a shot at Iran. If that happens, you're going to see oil prices spike above $150 a barrel. Gold bounced down up a little bit today, still very low. 1713, you know, it's down like 300 bucks, you know, since it's high this year, $380 since March. And, um, you know, it's non yielding asset. And the dollar's getting stronger. But you know why gold went up today? Again, you can't make this shit up. You can if you're on Wall Street. You can if you're in the mainstream media. So I'll make this shit up. Because. <laughs> The ECB, European Central Bank, raised interest rates more than expected. They brought them up from minus 0 0.50 to zero. And that put downward pressure on the dollar. What am I fucking six years old? Who are you talking to? The game is rigged. ECB policymakers also agreed to provide policymakers. Fuck faces of the club. Policymakers. ECB policymakers also agreed to provide extra help. You ready? For 19 country currency blocks, more indebted nations, among them Italy, with a new bond purchasing scheme. All right? How about letting them fucking fail? If I go, if I have a tough time in business, you don't bail me out. Oh, yeah, but we're bailing out Ukraine now because they got a war going on 
and bail out all the other fuckers who make all the money, and when they want more, they give it to them. Get this in your head, everybody. If we don't unite, we're finished. Meanwhile, the U.S. dollar was about flat against the Japanese yen. After the Bank of Japan stuck, as expected, to its ultra-easy policy settings, continuing to buck the global monetary tightening trend, even as it raised its inflation forecast. Okay? Meanwhile, the Indian rupee at a new low compared with the dollar. We are going to see a global unrest, global uprising. Oh, it's going out and there in, um, now they're taking to the streets in Panama. You heard about Sri Lanka. The rich are getting richer. Everybody else is getting poorer, but that's okay. What else? Investors cut equity allocations to lowest level since Learman collapse, but yet the markets are going up. Oh, this must be a conspiracy theory. Uh, let's see. Fund managers this month reduced their net overweight positions in stocks to the lowest level since October 2008. And I'm the man that, oh, I'm not allowed to say, man, fuck off. I'm the man, I'm the man who forecast the panic of 08 and took the domain name out in 2007. I'm the man who forecast, according to the Wall Street Journal, as others, the 1987 stock market crash. I'm the man who forecast the dot-com bust in your trends journal October 1999, said it would bust by the second quarter of, two, of, nine, of 2000, which it did. And the Asian currency crisis. The game is rigged. I'm showing you what they're doing in the EU. Taiwan intervened with the markets last week to bring up the stock markets. You go to a casino and you call them out for doing that? Canberra conducts review of embarrassing central bank. Australia has launched a review of its central bank after the institution was criticized for delaying interest rate rises. Even as inflation took hold, prompting its own governor to describe it's forecasting as embarrassing. Oh, yeah, that was in the Financial Times. How about the embarrassing Jerome Powell? How about the embarrassing Janet Yellen for over a fucking year and a half to telling us that inflation is temporary, transitory, transgendatory, transitory, any shit they want to make up? And they go on to say the RBA was forced to announce a small rate rise in May during the country's election campaign. Yeah. The rates that they're raising are nothing compared to inflation. The ECB brought it to zero. Their inflation rate is 8.6%. They lied. They said they were going to bring it up when it hit 2%. EU states asked to slash gas use within days. Brussels has asked EU countries to cut their gas use by 15%. Well, that'd be great for the economy. And then you hear the fucking crap that they spew out. We have to prepare for potential full disruption of Russian gas. And this is a likely scenario. I know this is a big ask 
for the whole of the EU, but is necessary to protect us, said Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. This is the woman that championed the sanctions against Russia. And that's the other shit I'm tired of. If only the women were in charge. Save it. Save it. Madeleine Albright, Hillary Clinton, Samantha Power, Susan Rice, Condoleezza Rice, Indira Gandhi, one after another, and now this one. All calling for war and murder. But Vladimir Putin speaking this week in Iran signaled that gas would only start flowing again at a reduced rate of 30 million cubic meters a day or less than 20% capacity because Canada is working on their turbine and they haven't returned it yet. All right, moving on. Blackstone, near's record for real estate fund. Why are we writing about that? Because the bigs are buying up everything. And as the recession hits harder, they're going to buy up more. People won't be able to afford homes. And they become, they live in the plant. It's a plantation workers of slave land here. They can't own their home. They rent them from these big companies. This is so sad what's going on. And this began with the panic of 08. Brought to you by the banksters with their der dirty derivatives deals and their subprime mortgages. And they keep taking more and more. Ford Motors cutting thousands of jobs. Mentioning this because each week in the Trends Journal, we're showing the job cuts. This is serious what's going on. You're not getting it in the media. Inflation in the, in the UK, 9.4%. 9.4%. That fuck face that's gone now. They put all, these, all of these COVID war mandates on, pumped in all of this cheap money, then voted to send more weapons of death to Ukraine to keep the war going, driving up prices with sanctions. And where's the fight? We have the fight and we're fighting. We're fighting for freedom, peace, and justice. And don't forget this week, Saturday, right here in Kingston, New York, I'm launching the Occupy Peace Movement this year, to stop the wars, I want to get off. We're going to have Judge Andrew Napolitano, Scott Ritter, Gary Null, also Phil Giraldi, his former CIA guy in the hot damn band. Wall Street Journal. Ukraine first lady presses U.S. Congress for more weapons. Isn't that great? What's she doing over here? I'm an American. Get her out of here. What first lady? Another actress that got, became the first lady from the actor? Get him out of here. This is against the American spirit. Don't believe me? How about a man, a real man by the name of George Washington, a fighter, not like these little fuck faces that couldn't fight the way out of a paper bag playing president. He goes on to say, that we should not become in foreign entanglements. We detail it in chapter and verse. 
So this rally is to honor our founding fathers and George Washington. He warned that any nation which indulges towards another in habitual hatred or habitual fondness is in some degree a slave. Observe good faith and justice towards all nations. Cultivate peace and harmony with all. And that's what this is about. Harmony with all. We saw uh, an article today by Dr. Paul Craig Roberts. He writes, quote, the U.S. government's, this is their, the name of it, nuclear primacy metastrategy says that there are, quote, acceptable levels of destruction of America in a nuclear war against Russia and or China so long as America comes out on top globally at the end, end quote. He goes on to say, would a sane government's thought a, a war on such a risky assumption? To which I say, no, they would not. By their deeds you shall know them. As we have long noted by their murderous, thieving deeds, they are insane governments, mentally ill politicians, are running and ruining our lives. World War III's begun. If we don't unite for peace, we're going to die in war. We have insane people in charge. So please do what you can. Go to OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com, and do what you can to support us and be here. We're going to live stream, by the way. It's going to be live stream on Occupy Peace, on this channel, on a whole bunch of channels. So if you can't be here live, we'll be live stream. The White House is expected to announce another round of military aid for Kiev this week, according to the Wall Street Journal. China blames U.S. for Ukraine conflict. No kidding. Putin tells U.S. to stop looting Syria. It's stealing its oil. That's right. They're in the eastern part of Syria. America went into Libya for the same reason. Same reason in Iraq. As I said, you think if, if their major export was broccoli, we'd be there. What else? Pentagon keeps a lid on Afghan exit review. The Pentagon leadership is reviewing an assessment of the military's role in the Afghan conflict, conflict, the war, the war that we got lied into by George W. Bush, who should be brought up on war murder charges. They were there for 20 years, cost us trillions of dollars, and they won't release any of the information. As Judge Napolitano says, the military, they lie, cheat, and steal. And the U.S. Defense Secretary, Lloyd Austin, who's who before became Treasury Secretary, uh, Defense Secretary, was sitting on the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor, said back in September, the day after the U.S. forces pulled out, that the Pentagon would conduct a full-scale after-action assessment but these internal reviews are not allowed to be seen by we, the people of Slavelandia. Kiev obtains preliminary agreement to spend their debt payments for like a year. Isn't that great? You got to pay your debts, but they, 
you know, rather than negotiating for peace, losing over 20% of the country, and Russia saying they're going to take more, they get, they get, they get weapons and they get, and they get a money break. Again, Panama crippled by roadblocks. And then, you know, as we said, the rich are just getting richer. And I want to keep making this really clear. A little while ago, Oxfam came out and said that a new billionaire emerged every 30 hours after the COVID-19 pandemic. Again, not the pandemic, the lockdowns imposed upon us by dictators in a country, city, state near you. There were 573 more billionaires in the world by March 2022 than in 2020. And the food giants, like Cargill, you ready? They own 70, more than 70% of the global agricultural market, according to Oxfam. The Cargill family generated a net income of some $5 billion last year. There are now 12 billion billionaires in the Cargill family alone, up from eight. Small farm is gone, small process is gone. The bigs have taken off everything. Join us on Saturday. If we don't unite, we're finished. Four Corners of Freedom, the place is beautiful. John and Crown Street, 2 p.m., Again, we're going to be live streaming if you can't be here live. Judge Andrew Napolitano, Phil Giraldi, Scott Ritter, Gary Null, myself, the hot damn band. Go to OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com for more information. And subscribe to the Trends Journal. The more subscribers we have, the more we can do. And the more you subscribe to the Trends Journal, the more we do for you. Thank you. From COVID war to Ukraine war to world war. Are you prepared for what's next? These are unprecedented times. What's next? What's going to happen? Read the Trends Journal. We have an unsurpassed track record of forecasting history before it happens. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.